Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello, lovely, lovely people. This is probably the most impromptu podcast I am going to maybe ever do. But, you know, I didn't want to hop on a live and I didn't want to, you know, record a whole energy update, even though I'm pretty sure that's what this is going to turn into. But I've, I've had the call and you guys have agreed on Instagram, if you were on there, that we need to chat about the energy right now and why it's all about endings and specifically endings or disruptions or you know massive shifts within partnership now there's obviously so much more to the story regarding like what's happening in your chart specifically but the themes that we're going through and for anyone who joined me for the nodal transits masterclass back in you know i think november when i released that you know the themes i talked about you know they were partnership related earth related you know sustainability related and this major theme around taking your power back okay this is this major energy around seeing where you have outsourced your power and so What's happening right now as the south node is moving through Scorpio and this big moment where it's opposing Uranus is we have a huge radical shift happening around all the places you, the collective, me, were unwilling to see where you had given your power away, where we have given our power away, okay? So these major uncomfortable moments are happening for our highest and greatest good, but this is what I really wanna talk about is these major, major things around partnership, relationships, money. I mean, what it all comes down to this is the biggest thing I've been tapping into. And we're just going to jump right in here because, you know, the, the channel's open. <laughs> um, is partnership, money, you know, material possessions, our prosperity, mindset, all of these things, you know, our shared resources, our what we put in our bodies, what we put on our bodies, all of it boils down to safety. It all boils down to security. Okay, so when we're looking at Taurus or the second house, which is where we have the north node right now, conjunct Uranus, we are tapping into the baseline of Taurus energy. And what I've really, really been working with lately is that Taurus isn't just about you know, the typical pop astrology things that we say Taurus is about money, food, you know, material gain, feeling cozy, feeling this, um, providing, 
you know, beautiful spaces or bougie places or um, really what it boils down to is, you know, money, food, all these things, you know, prosperity, self-worth. And what does that all boil down to in one word is safety and security. Okay, that's two words. But safety, security. Have you built a solid foundation? That's the big question with Taurus is like, are you stable? Are you safe? And if you are, then you can lean into the Scorpio side of things. Now, if you are not, it's all coming to a head right now around why you aren't safe and secure. So that means big stories have to come up around your finances in the world we operate right now within money is what makes us safe okay money is what puts a roof over our head what pays the bills what you know provides us with water and food and our cars and gets us to our jobs money is what provides safety and security okay in different times it may have been a barter system it may have been you know, whatever it was, family, like large families working together, whatever it was, that was what created safety and security. In this this moment in time in history of the human collective, it is money, okay? It is what we view as money. And more specifically, if we want to get into that, is like, you know, the fiat system or the crypto system or whatever makes you able to pay your bills is what provides you with security, that's one layer. The second layer is the partnerships that you're in. So that's when we go across and we lean into Scorpio is like, if you're not safe and secure in yourself and you haven't created a solid foundation, then how can you be in a healthy partnership, right? How can you, with anyone, this means with a, with a good person or with a toxic person, if you haven't built yourself a solid foundation, how can you lean into being in a partnership at all? So if you are in that place where you don't have that solid foundation and you you know, begin to lean into partnership, then that partnership's gonna carry all the frequencies of your lack from the Taurus or second house energies that we're working with here. So that's what's coming up, right? Is all of our, um, our foundations we built, say, for ourselves or pre being with our partners, all our money stories, all our food stories, all our body stories, all our, our stories about what keeps us safe and comfortable and makes us feel stable. All those stories are going to come up right now because, you know, you may have outsourced your own power to provide that safety in the past. Now I'll tell you guys a little intimate detail about myself that, you know, I always knew, but it took me a few years of clarity to understand what I was doing when I was younger. I've always been very independent. I've always been very, very um, focused on providing for myself, but, you know, money has, has always been, you know, one of my biggest, biggest things I'm working with in this life. And in my chart in whole signs, Pluto does go into my second house. So that's all about money. Now, money was never something I felt safe with growing up. We, we didn't have a lot of money. You know, I came from, you know, poor immigrants and 
Uh, my mom was a single mother trying to work her ass off to provide for us. I didn't understand you know, why I couldn't have the nice clothes, why I couldn't have the nice things when all my friends had them. And there was never an honest conversation about, you know, why I, I couldn't have those things. So money for me was always that scarcity. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. Mom doesn't have it right now. We don't have enough. That energy. And in that energy, I realized that when I was, you know, in my 20s, and getting into a place of possibly settling down with a long-term partner, which I I didn't really do before that, um, I was always looking for someone who had a good job, possibly had somewhere safe for me to live, that this person, this knight in shining armor could come along and rescue me. Now, I didn't put this together in my head back then that I was consciously seeking out someone who would save me someone who would give me all the things I didn't have in my youth someone who would you know provide a safe place for me to live and maybe pay the bills and take all that pressure off of me and that was where I really outsourced my power you know I gave away my power in the beginning of my marriage I was working at bars, I was, you know, um, I had just done my yoga training, I was trying to do so many things, figuring out, you know, how I could make money in a happier way than bartending, I wanted to get out of the grind, I wanted to be seen as someone special or successful, Um, and there was a huge portion of my marriage where I was just building my business, and, you know, my husband allowed me the time and space and supported me through that where I wasn't working or bringing in very much income. Now, unconsciously, I realize now that that's exactly what I wanted. I wanted someone to come save me. I wanted someone to create that stability for me. And in that, I lost a piece of myself. I lost my independence. I I became codependent, right? I I became, you know, dependent on him. And now looking at it from the lens of growth that I'm in and becoming this self-made woman, you know, running my business, running my courses, being able to provide for myself has shown me how much of that power I was outsourcing, how much of that, uh, that need for safety and stability I was willing to you know, what I was willing to do, I should say, what I was willing to do to get that safety and stability. You know, what I was willing to let go of within my own scope of personality, my own heart, in order to feel safe. And so right now, this is what's coming up is this big conversation around your ability to provide for yourself and create a safe and stable environment for you and then really allowing yourself to get familiar with the fact that there are areas of your life that you have sacrificed in order to feel safe and this is not wrong this is not wrong this is human But now you're being shown different avenues where you may need to stand on your own two feet, where partnerships have not been healthy, 
where you have outsourced your power and really when we're tapping into the south node in scorpio it is this huge conversation around our partnerships scorpio the eighth house you know these are areas of life where we bond and blend so that seventh house energy is where we move into union where we you know we marry or we couple it's the people we're going to find outside of ourselves but that eighth house energy is where we choose that this person is safe enough that axis of taurus across the way from scorpio safe enough taurus energy to bond with intimately scorpio where we can literally blend okay the eighth house or scorpio is where we blend our energies it's where we mesh it's where we you know we share our financial burdens this is why it's the house the eighth house is the house of uh, uh death death and taxes because with this is where we share our money or where we're going to find money outside of ourselves okay that second house or taurus is where we're going to find money within ourselves okay and that comes back to self-worth safety and the eighth house is where we're going to find that money outside of ourselves so where we share our money with our partners where we share our money with the government where we share our money with anything this is that eighth house stuff and this is the house where we actually blend to the point of creating children okay it's sex it's sex it's a union and so in this house is also all these scorpionic layers of emotional healing emotional needs emotional depths shadow and we know and i know you know some of our hardest conversations in our partnerships are about money whether it's your partnerships with your 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 spouse you know your parents your business partners, it's always the hardest conversations are about money. And I know there are some studies around like, you know, those conversations about money are the ones that really end, end marriages or end partnerships. Those conversations around um, or the avoidance of or struggles with money is really what ends partnerships. So that axis again of Taurus being the money, the providing, Scorpio being the sharing, right? And the sharing can provide that ending. And so the end of a relationship doesn't necessarily mean the end of the relationship, but it could be an end of a cycle in the relationship, an end of a process, an end of um, something within the relationship that's not working, okay? So this doesn't mean all partnerships are ending right now. This means that something within partnership must die right now, okay? Something that you have been experiencing and living in that is not serving you must die right now. This means you have to be in the process of shedding, releasing, changing, and rebirthing, okay? And the biggest thing I want you to remember with this is that Scorpio is death, absolutely. Absolutely it's death. But it's also rebirth, okay? It's also, you know, the rebirth process so we have to allow the death to happen you know we have to mourn we have to look at everything scorpio is the revealer it's the revealer of the depths of the emotional you know missteps of all the shit that has been hiding 
in plain view often, but we can't see it. We can't see it. And so Scorpio comes and it reveals so that you can look at the stuff in your partnerships, in your money stories, in you know your body stories, in your self-worth stories, all these Taurus conversations, all these Scorpio conversations so that you can see it for what it truly is. And this is why so many partnerships are ending. Because what is being revealed for many people is, you know, either too much, is a story they've been living with or possibly you've been living with for so long that you know, now as it's all coming to the surface, as it's all coming to a head, you look at it and you say, I'm choosing differently. And that might mean leaving. That might mean an ending has to happen. It also might mean that you get to choose, you know, other processing for staying in this partnership. Scorpio is also psychology. Plutonian energy is about, you know, psychological healing. So you might be called energetically, you know, cosmically, karmically to do a bunch of healing. It's like you can't go yet. You've got healing to do, you've got work to do. Do you want to leave it like this? No. But there may be a part of you that is saying, okay, like we've done our karmic work here. We've learned all we can from each other. It's done. It's over. And then there's all that space in the middle too, right? All those other different avenues and roadways you can take to find what it is you need to learn, discover through your partnerships. And with Uranus coming into this moment, <laughs> it is all about quick moves, quick changes. The, the timeline is changing so fast that you can't point out where you'll be tomorrow. That is the signature, okay? It's changing so rapidly, so, you know, static, not statically, dynamically, that's the word, dynamically. It's just these dynamic shifts and they're so fast that you just don't know. And so it might feel really hard to make a choice right now. It might feel really hard to make that final call. And that's okay. So can you trust that the energy is, you know, working with our faded cosmic collective axis, which means collectively we're experiencing this for, you know, humanity's sake, okay? So this is happening on one level, these quick changes, these quick faded changes around everything that we just talked about is happening collectively. And on top of that, it's happening within you. It's happening within your life and your partnerships and your money story and your whatever okay wherever this falls in your chart whatever house house axis this is playing with for you so i want to invite you into knowing that you may not know where to go right now or what to do or what choice to make it's okay it's okay the choice will be made Okay, the choice will be made. So can you just be the observer? I know you have to make choices. I know you have to make, you know, some moves. That's okay. Trust that it's for your highest and greatest love. 
but can you also be the observer of the process? Observe your growth, observe your ability to observe with love, with honor, and watch this experience unfold. And really witness. You know, write it down if it feels good. Whatever you got to do to work with this. Really witness where you are being invited to call back your power. Where you have outsourced your power and why. Where you have become codependent. Where you don't feel safe and where you're being called to create a solid foundation to live upon. That means somewhere in life where you feel safe and whole and protected and stable. And that might be emotionally, that might be physically, depends what's happening in your chart. But whatever it is, can you just come into this moment and really allow it and surrender and, you know, work with your energies, do your embodiment practices for your specific chart. And maybe we'll bring, we'll, we'll step into that a little bit here as we, we wrap things up. Because you guys know I'm all about embodiment practices and, you know, regressions and shamanic journeys and energy work. You know, in the Dark Moon Collective, my membership that I have every month where we do our energetic detoxes, our energetic cleanses to reset. It is really all about, you know, this energy work that we do, energy clearing. Yes, I need you clearing your physical body. Absolutely. Especially with this energy in Taurus. You need to be clearing your physical body. Move your body. Do yoga. Whatever your practice is. Go for your walks. Uh, whatever it is that makes you feel like you've done your energetic you know, you know, cleansing. Do your energetic and physical cleansing. But the energy work, like these energy resets, you know, go get Reiki, go get energy work, come to the Dark Moon Collective, join in on these monthly physical cleanses and tap into this energy and really, really do practices, you know, embodied shamanic practices to make sure that your energy is going through these very chaotic times with as much ease as possible. So this means looking into your chart and understanding, you know, where you have too much energy that needs to be expelled, where you need to call in certain energies, um, where you're ignoring certain energies, these, these big, big things. This is all, you know, all I teach in my certification is how to understand and work with these energies as medicines. Right? We don't just look at the chart as this like blob on a screen. It is a living, breathing experience through your body. So these shamanic practices, like the energy healing, like the, the shamanic journeys I take you on, like understanding and journaling on what's happening in your chart to gain clarity and perspective around the shifts in your life. These are all things that I invite you to do right now all things I invite you to bring into your life to move through chaotic times with more ease. It's just this big old reflection. So that is my invitation for you today. And as I wrap this up, I'm also going to invite you to the workshop I am teaching on 
August 28th. I am really excited about this workshop because it gets really down and, you know, down and dirty with the stuff we're talking about right now. So the, the workshop is called Alchemize the Depths and the purpose of this massive, massive workshop I've downloaded through me is to literally dive into the deepest point of your chart, which is called your IC, your Nadir, your Imam Koeli, and many different terms for this, directly opposite your midheaven. This point is called your taproot, okay? This is the solid, solid root that goes down deep into the earth and it brings up all your past lives stuff, all your karmic signatures, your generational trauma, your you know, subconscious and natural state and possibly and always, it's always not even possibly wounding, okay? You're wounding. So we're going to go so deep into understanding, you know, your karmic lineage astrologically to help you find home, to help you find your place of, you know, setting roots and how that can feel better. We're going to do so much karmic clearing and, you know, bring awareness to the wounding and then find, you know, how you can create those safe spaces for yourself, that secure and stable spot and foundation, how it's going to look for you specifically, right? Mine's going to look very, very different than yours. And we're going to dive so, so deep into a conversation. This is a three hour workshop, guys. This is you going on like a mini retreat with me into your soul your soul. And it's going to be so, so good and so, so potent. So I invite you to join me. That is in a week. It's a week away and it's going to be so powerful. So I invite you to join that. The second way you can work with me right now is to join the Dark Moon Collective. We have our call next week as well. That's on the Saturday and it is for the Virgo new moon. And oh my goodness, I'm so excited to take you guys down the rabbit hole of the priestess, the virgin, and all the wounding that has come up around, you know, Vesta and the Vestal Virgins and how we are reclaiming our sovereignty. So really, really, we're stepping into a month of cleansing and clearing. That's what we do when we step into Virgo energy. And I'm going to do a podcast next week on Virgo season. So stick around for that. It's a big, big conversation. And join me in any of these practices, these workshops, these, you know, these portals I'm opening for you guys, because I literally feel so lucky that I get to teach you this you know, ancient wisdom, this astrological guidance. And remember, you know, it's the, it's the planet speaking through me to you. So if you feel called, I will put all the information in the show notes. I hope that you are, you know, living with as much love and grace as possible right now. Those might be words you want to bring into your intention practices living with peace, living with ease, living with grace as you go through whatever moment you're experiencing. And I want to remind you as I close out here, these are very chaotic times. It is okay to fall apart. I just invite you to do your practices that put you back together. I'm sending you so much love. I cannot wait to connect with you. 